Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you, and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. Continuing on with the commitment to growth and change. I'm sure that's not new to you if you've been in our classes. Uh, We have specifically been talking about growing in my faith. Growing in my faith. Hebrews 11 chapter number 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. All right? You can shout all you want. You can run all you want. You can do all of these spiritual aerobics uh, that we sometimes do out uh, in, in our services. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith. It's faith that is the center of it all. Okay? All right, so I'm running. I'm shouting. Nothing wrong with that. Why am I running and shouting? I'm running and shouting because I believe in God. I believe uh, if I praise him, uh, the when praises go up, blessings come down. I, I'm, I have uh, a purpose behind it. And it's faith-based. It's faith-based. Everything I do is based on faith. All right? I read the word. Why do I read the word? Because I believe what the word says. And I believe I can have what the word says I can have. I can be what the word says I could be. I believe it. And that's my faith. And so uh, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. I must believe that God is real. I must believe that God is real. That's first and foremost. I must believe that God is real. How many of you tonight believe that? How many of you believe that God is real? Oh my goodness. How many of you believe that God is real? How many have had uh, circumstances and situations that you know it was nobody but the Lord that brought you through? How many are dealing with things right now and you know it's nobody but the Lord bringing you through? It's not, it's not the money in the bank. It's not the degree on the wall. It's not, uh, this one and that one. It is the Lord. It is the Lord. And so, we must believe first believe that he is uh that there is a God, the God of the Bible, and we must believe uh that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Faith is important. Faith is important, and it starts with our believing. And then once we believe, we begin to uh speak what we believe. We uh verbalize it, we put it out there. I believe this, I believe that. Uh, I know this. I know that because of the word, because of what the Lord said, we, we speak what 
we believe what we want to see happen uh, because even the Lord created the world with words. So what we say is important and it's just as significant as what we don't say. What we say is just as important and significant as what we don't say. Sometimes not saying uh, can cause you to miss out. Hmm? It causes you to miss out. So we have to say, we have to speak what we believe. And of course, uh, we want to be mindful of the words that we say. Uh, many times we say things, uh, you know, just off the cuff. We say things uh, just uh, because we, we hear people say it or we've heard it. But you have to be careful what you say, what you put out there in the uh, uh, spirit realm, you have to be careful because you never want to give Satan ammunition uh, to fight you with. You never want to give him words that you said uh, to fight you with and hold you hostage in a situation. Um, I never get out of this. Okay, the Satan heard that and he'll see to it as much as he can that you won't ever get out of this. All right. Be careful. And in our believing and in our speaking, it never hurts to link up with someone uh, 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 that will agree with you and go to God with you on the matter. OK, there has to be agreement, though, has to be agreement between you and that person or persons. This is what we believe in God for. This is what. I want you to agree with me in prayer with that the Lord will do. Praise God. You cannot put the work on them and say you just do it. But you have to say agree with me. And what we're agreeing is that God will do what he's going to do for me. And he's going to do this. He's going to do that. I believe God, according to his will, it will be done. We talked about that last week. According to his will. That is so important because we are often frustrated and agitated and aggravated because this is not happening or that is not happening or this didn't happen or it happened a different way. And it's not that God didn't hear your prayer. It's not that God didn't honor you with what you was asking but at the end of the day it has to be according to his will we can't twist god's arm we can't uh uh put demands on him to do anything that's not already laid out in his will all right uh his will is what it is and we uh have the to pray according to the will of god and we have this confidence Praise God. We have this confidence that if we pray according to his will, it shall be done. If we ask anything according to his will, it shall be done. It gives you a confidence in your uh, uh, beliefs. It builds your faith when you know what I'm praying, what I'm asking for is the will of God. Because then it takes all other factors out. Uh, maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Okay. When I get into his word and I begin to see what his will is, what the Lord really designed 
uh, for me, according to his word, when I hear the word, I may have been praying about something. And then I heard the message come through, uh, through the preacher, through the teacher. And it confirmed what I had been believing and, and, and feeling in my spirit. Now I can pray that thing right on into manifestation. I can pray it right on into manifestation because this has been confirmed to be the will of God. How many of you have thought about something in it, or something came up in your spirit or you felt the move of God uh, leaning, pushing you towards some a certain direction? And it wasn't so long after that that you got confirmation either through the word of God or through the spoken preach word. The Bible says, uh, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered to the heart of the man. The good, th the things that God has for his uh, uh, people. Praise God. Let me let me read that to you. First Corinthians chapter two. I want you to see how this works. First Corinthians chapter two, beginning at verse number nine. We read this a little bit last week. I'm going to read it again. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 9. It says, But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Verse 10, But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. You want to know how you got that confirmation uh, when you were in service or you you heard what the Lord wanted you to hear uh, according to his will in service? It's because the spirit is moving. The spirit of God searches all things. And, and uh, you know, even the word of God is a discerner of thoughts. The spirit of God uh, can move through uh that person speaking or, 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 or teaching and give you something that you need to hear. That's how the spirit <laughs> works, right? The spirit of God moves. And, and uh, if you are listening and you have your faith antenna up, you'll know, okay, this is what God is saying for me. So we... Uh, know these things now. We have to believe. We have to speak it. We uh, can have others agree with us uh, according to the will of God. But where I want to put a pen at tonight, and I know someone said, well, he's already been talking all this long time and he ain't got into the lesson yet. But I have to refresh re, uh, us uh, so we can be uh, on the same track. So we have the will of God. There's always this struggle between the will of man and the will of God. Uh, more specifically, there's a struggle between the flesh and the spirit. The spirit always longs for what God wants. The flesh can sometimes want that which is foolish. And I want to talk just for a few moments about faith versus foolishness. Faith versus foolishness. And most of us are familiar with what foolishness is. It's something that really doesn't um, make sense. It doesn't make sense according to the situation. Um, it's, it's a little bit out there. Okay. Well, my God can do anything. Sure he can. Sure he can. But 
some of the things that we desire are really just to glorify ourselves. Hmm? It's not for the uh, uh, glory of God. It's not for anything. It's really selfish motives. And we left off last week in James chapter 4. And it talks a little bit about that. James chapter 4, verse number 1. James chapter 4, beginning at verse number 1. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lust that war in your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight in war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not. Why? Because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lust. Ye ask amiss, ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your own lust. Praise God, praise God. So when I'm asking, we have to wonder if what I'm asking is improper. We have to uh, uh one wonder what is my motive for this lord i'm i'm believing you i have faith i'm asking you lord to uh bless me with a new home okay well is that request because you generally want to see god do it in your life and you're going to give him the glory for it and you're going to uh house your family or do you want the new house because sister so-and-so got a new house. Brother so-and-so got a new house. And you determine your house is going to be bigger. And you're going to outshine them. And nobody is going to get this house uh, before I do. What is the motive for what we're praying? What we believe in God? Because if the motive is wrong, God is not going to answer. God is not going to answer. Uh, and another reason because if the motive is wrong, it's a strong indicator that it's really not the will of God. All right. Because if you walk with him, if you're close with him, he will give you the desires of your heart. He will give you what to desire. And in doing that, the motive would be pure. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Right. So we have to ask ourselves these very important questions. When I uh, pray and when I believe God for something, I need to ask myself, is this really faith-based or is this really foolishness? Right? Uh, I have to ask myself and, and, and put it out there. Am I asking or believing according to the will of God? Hmm? Or am I asking and believing uh, so that God may be glorified? Or am I asking and believing for the wrong reason? All right. Selfish motives uh, to fulfill, fulfill the flesh. Okay. <laughs> I'll go a step further. I have to ask myself what I'm praying and believing God for. Is it even legal? Is it? <laughs> 
Is it even legal? Is it going against the law of the land? Is it even legal? Is it going against uh, the spiritual uh, order of the day? Right? Uh, I can't go and, and pray and ask God, Lord, now I'm going to go in here and rob this bank. And when I go in here and rob this bank, I believe, Lord, that I would not be arrested. I believe that. I would not be arrested. So I'm going to go in here and rob this bank. Well, we already know that robbing the bank is not legal. Right? Now, <laughs> that's foolishness. To ask God to give you the strength to go in and rob the bank and not be arrested. Okay? It, it doesn't make sense. What is the motive? Behind what you're asking. First of all, it's not legal. Second of all, uh, <laughs> the motive is impure. The motive is to do harm. The motive is to do all kind of evil things, right? And so God backs up faith. He doesn't back up foolishness. God backs up faith. He doesn't back up foolishness. And that faith has to be centered around his will. Around his will. Around his, so so again, what what is my motive? What is my motive? Because I can pray till I'm pouring down in sweat. Hmm? I can believe God. I can speak it all day. But if my heart is not right, if I'm asking just to, to uh, boost my ego, if I'm asking this of God just to make me outshine someone else, if I'm asking this of God just to make me uh, be on a high pedestal above everyone else, then I'm asking amiss. I'm asking something that God is not going to do. No flesh shall glory in his sight. God only would do what would bring him glory. What would give him the praise. What will, will bring praise to his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It, 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 we have to check our motives tonight. Think about something you've been asking God and believing God for. Uh, now, when you get that in your mind, the next question is, why am I asking him for this? Why, why am I asking him for this? What is my motive behind this? Hmm? What is my motive? What is my motive? Is it to, to hurt someone else or is it to help someone else, right? Is it to, to cause uh, disruption in order? Lord, I'm praying and believe you, believing that the pastor going to fall dead. What? Because you want to be the pastor. Because you want to be in charge. You want to, to uh, have people call you. Uh, this and that. I'm praying and believing the pastor gonna fall sick. That's a that's witchcraft. Hmm. You. <laughs> what is the motive? Because sometimes some of the things we ask for is borderline, and it is witchcraft. Praying evil on other people so that you can get the step up or the advantage. Hmm? There's a lot of witches sitting right in church. Oh my, there's a lot of witches that sing 
on the choir. There's a lot of witches that preach. There's a lot of witches that that come to Sunday school every Sunday. It, it don't mean that they don't uh, uh, have some type of connection to God, but that connection is tainted. That connection is disrupted because of their witchcraft. I'm praying you, you, if you're going to pray and I'm going to pray that I be elevated, uh, against and it cause harm on someone else, or I'm praying that this happens so I can have this and, and they won't have it. Uh, you may as well go outside and sprinkle black dust around somebody yard. Oh no, pastor. I don't believe in that. No, no, no. I don't believe in no witchcraft now. Well, you practice it. Hmm? You practice it by the things you ask God and pray for. And your motive is not right. Mm -hmm. The motive is not right. And that's what anything, whether you're praying, whether you're believing, what, check your motive. Now, I feel the Holy Ghost tugging me right there. What is your motive for doing what you do? What is your motive for saying what you say? Hmm? Because it may come off as humility and it may come off as being pure, but the devil is all up in it. Hmm? It's, it's trying to, to, to let flesh be exalted. Huh? What is your motive? Because though man may not always see it, God always see the reason why you're asking, the reason why you're praying that, the reason why you're doing this, the reason why you're doing that. What is the motive behind it? Because remember, only the pure in heart shall see God. So I can believe God. I can pray. I can get others to agree with me. But if I'm praying, believing something that ain't right, that's not right, that's not uh uh, legal in the sight of God, legal even in the law of man. Now I do know, I do understand sometimes we pray to God for things to change in the law, right? And that's, and that's perfectly okay. Uh, there's some things right now, the way the law is set up, it does not benefit everybody. Right. Well, we can join forces and pray that God will uh, uh, turn that around. Right. And make it right. That's different than blatantly asking God to give you the, uh, the strength or, or, or your faith saying, I want to do this and it's going to break the law. <laughs> so there's a difference. Right. Now, I'm going to give you one we all probably been guilty of. That speed limit says 55 and you're doing 75, right? And it's not an emergency. There's no sense of praying and believing God that the man won't stop you. Why are you going that fast and the signs say 55, all right? It's not an emergency. You just want to break the law. You just breaking the law. Uh, you, What is your motive for doing that, for praying that? To evade the law, right? I, 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 if I'm praying 
if I'm breaking the speed limit of 55, right? I'm breaking the speed limit of 55. Then if I'm in emergency, I'm asking God to cover me, give me grace, Lord, uh, so I can make it there safely. And please, Lord, give me favor with the police. Because <laughs> I'm not intentionally trying to do this, but there's an emergency. And an emergency is not going to Chick-fil-A. Hmm? An emergency is not going to Walmart. Praise him. So the whole point of this is what is our motive? What is our motive for what we do? What is the motive for what we pray for? What is the motive for what we believe God for? What is the motive behind it? James chapter four, verse three again. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume that thing, that you may consume it upon your lusts. Let's think about this tonight. Let's see how we can uh, make adjustments, make changes, uh, grow however it may be when we pray and believe. Thank you.